welcome back to another episode of The Daily Budget, your favorite finance podcast brought to you by yours truly, Alex and Marco. Here we go. And today we have a good one. Super good. Actually, super important. I think a lot of people have asked us in regards to this topic. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the, it's something that you use every day. You may not think about it. You may not be aware of it, but... It's there. It's there. It's a big part of all of our lives and knowing how to how to use it, how to use it responsibly. Yeah. You know, and how to make it work for you is key to helping you live a happy life financially. Wait, so we're talking about money? We are talking of course about credit. credit. <laughs> yes. So credit. What is credit? It's one of those words that you say and everyone says yes. Oh yeah, credit, credit. But what is the definition of credit as you know, as seen by banks, investment professionals, the financial industry as a whole? Yeah. Well credit the, is please go ahead. The ability for a customer or to obtain a good or service before payment is made. And that's really based on a trust factor. And that trust factor is determined by your credit score. Yes. Now, what's your credit score? How's it calculated? So, a credit score is a number that, in in essence, indicates your trustworthiness. Your credit worthiness <laughs> is better is a better way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, the way a credit score works, how it's calculated, it's a number typically it's between three hundred and eight hundred and fifty based on the FICO score, which is the most common method of you know, of using a credit score. You'll have it, you know, FICO scores are reported by the two main credit bureaus, TransUnion and Equifax. And this one number has such a big impact on your life. And many people are, are completely unaware of just how important it is to have a good credit score. So how's it calculated? Well, nobody knows. <laughs> we say that, we say that jokingly, but it's, it's very true detailed. that it's... Yeah, credit scores are comp- are calculated based on like a proprietary kind of algorithms and formulas that are are very kind of closely guarded secrets by you know by by the credit bureaus and and FICO. But you know we we do know and in general, credit scores are calculated based on several broad factors. So the the amount of credit that you have, the, the amount that you owe. Um, payment history, so making payments on time, making you know, making adequate payments or full payments, minimum payments, depending on the situation. That's right. Um, it's based on the length of time you've had credit accounts. So someone who's had, let's say, you know, two people, one person who's had a credit card for a year and one person who's had a credit card for three years. The person with the one credit card or the credit card for one year will have a much lower score than someone with three years because they haven't built up that history. Yeah. And it's also based on the the number of the number of revolving credit accounts you have. Yeah. Um, also called the number of trades, I believe, if I remember correctly yeah. from uh, from our banking days. <laughs> Trade line. Yeah. Yeah, and and so those include things like like your mobile phone plans. Um, Mortgages, yeah. student loans, auto loans, all of that. Yeah. Anything that requires basically your SIN number is going to be reported over to your credit. Yeah. 
in a in a goods and service space, of course. Mm -hmm. So, what's a good score? We mentioned a minute ago that scores range between 300 and 850, and as one might expect, a higher number is a better number. But where where's that cutoff point? Where's the threshold? Where's the threshold? You know, where do you you know where are you in good standing? Where are you in okay standing and where you know where are the alarm bells starting yeah. to ring <laughs> there's actually thresholds so anything between 300 and 650 is considered subprime so you're a very risky lender you're somebody that potentially has had issues in the past where no non-payments or even uh, collections and whatnot and then you, there's also the second range, which is between 650 and 750 or 749. Yeah, I mean, different people will say different things, but the general rule of thumb is between 650 and 750-ish yeah. is considered good. And that's that's where you'll find, I would say, the, the majority of people, you know, the majority of people who have a few accounts, you know, who make their payments on time. Yeah. Maybe they miss a perfect. payment once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean you're perfect, but it doesn't mean that you're irresponsible. Yeah. And so that's where, yeah, that's the bandwidth where you'll find the majority of people. And again, it's good, right? Those are the, you know, those are the people who have just the normal interest rates. Right. They won't be, they won't be penalized, but they won't see any benefits. On the yeah. other hand, and then from 750 to 850, that's where you know that's where you get into what's considered excellent. excellent. And those people may actually enjoy discounts on interest rates. And this is why credit score is so important. Because not only do you get the perks like, you know, for example, paying a slightly lower interest rate right. because you know you're more you're more trustworthy or a lower risk to lenders. Um, but it, it can also mean you're you're able to get credit in the first place. Yeah, and higher credit too. Yeah, higher limits. Higher limits. And we also spoke in a few podcasts where we spoke about your GDS and TDS, so your ability to actually pay back your debts. Um, with a higher credit score, they may actually stretch that GDS and TDS a little bit further than if you had a lower credit score. Absolutely. There's a little more wiggle room there because you're a customer in good standing and they trust that you will repay it, even if you may be taking on a little bit more of a debt burden than you know, the than what the recommended guidelines yeah. stipulate. On the other hand, you'll have the subprime borrowers, which Marco mentioned a minute ago. Yeah. And if you have a poor credit score, you know it, it can quickly turn into a vicious cycle That's where right. you have to pay higher interest rates. Yeah, you get penalized for yeah. mismanaging your credit, and that's mm -hmm. it could take a toll, and it's very significant, especially when you're looking for further and long term um, debts, such as a mortgage. Yeah, and it, it makes it that much harder to kind of climb out of that hole. Too. Yeah. The system really doesn't do subprime borrowers many favors. <laughs> the good news is there are ways you can improve your credit score. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about those in, in a few minutes here. Yeah. Um and but before we actually get there, um should I talk about my story? Uh actually yeah, wait you know what? there's 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 actually something very important. Now let's not get it twisted. There's your credit which is the overall uh, uh, trust factor that you have and there's also something called a credit card. Mm -hmm. So these are credit products yeah. versus credit as a concept. Yeah. Now credit as a concept we defined at the very beginning of this episode, right? The ability to obtain goods or services before payment is actually made. Yeah. It's essentially credit is an IOU. That's all it is. Yes. And credit products, that's where we get into the ubiquitous credit card. You have charge cards and then loans. Loans. Yeah. Loans, lines of credit, your mortgage, your car loan. Your line right. of credit, even your phone plan. Yeah, these are all. Yeah, these are all 
credit products. products. And so the it's important to, to think of the distinction and we'll we'll talk a little more about them in just a minute That's here. Right. Some do's and don'ts, but <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Mark, you you mentioned a minute ago you have you have a uh, you have quite the story. You yes, know, I it, have quite it, the, the story that inspired <laughs> this podcast. Actually, we were going to make this, but we decided to we decided to rearrange the order of episodes and record this one while it's still fresh in your mind. So please, it's pretty go hot. ahead, it's pretty go hot. ahead, take the floor. Um, I I'm a big well, I guess I used to be a big believer in you can have credit without necessarily having a credit card. Um. And you could also have a great credit without necessarily having a credit card because there are also other credit methods which report better into your credit uh, into your credit score than a credit card would. So for me, credit cards, no, no. And that kind of bite back over last week. So I took a trip with my friends over to Toronto and this was amazing. We had a great time. But of course, as per every trip, there comes an ending where everybody's got to go home. <laughs> Now I kind of got in, I took the Via Rail to get there, so of course it was there and back. Now my way back, they canceled my train. Okay, not bad, right? Um, the next train that was coming was going, wasn't going to be for another eight hours later, and I didn't want to sit just in the in the train station and just sitting in the, Toronto. At that at that time, our hotel is like we're already checked out of our hotel, so we can't really go back. Um, I've got bags. I don't want to be traveling around Toronto with bags and whatnot. So what do I decide to do? I decide, okay, well, what's my next best option? Let's see. I wanted to either, I, I actually took my way. I went over to Montreal and this is where things got worse. <laughs> so as I go to Montreal, I'm looking around for options as to, to get myself home, ride shares and whatnot. Ride shares cancels, cancels on me. Um, no buses because you can't you can't actually have Greyhounds on the same day that you book it, uh, or even like Kangaroo Ride for other riders and whatnot. So you can't take it the same day that you book it, and so I kind of get stuck in Montreal around eight o'clock at night. I'm thinking, well, I could either sleep in Montreal, get a, or just basically just get a rental vehicle to get home. Now, the one thing that is very hard in this world is to get any types of goods and service prior to your payment if you don't have a credit option or a trade line. Therefore, I, didn't ha I don't have a credit card, so I really couldn't even I couldn't rent a car to get home even though it's only $60, I could pay that in cash. No, they require you to have a credit so that they could hold a deposit or whatnot if any liability was to occur on the car. Same thing as a hotel room, they actually require you to have a credit card in order to actually put the deposit on the credit card in a hold in regards to if any damages was to occur. So I quickly learned that even though I do have credit and I do have a credit score, I was limited as to what I can do just because I was missing a credit card. So more of the story is credit is great, but having a credit card might actually be important as well because that specific credit card can help you get out of a lot of situations where they don't accept immediate payment. They actually want you to hold on to it until this goods and service is fully completed. Yeah. So, Mark, I mean, your credit card is 
texting me asking me for money. Yeah, that's exactly what I it was. was. Credit. I was. I turned into a sugar daddy for that trip, trying to trying <laughs> to get him back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that trip turned out to be very expensive, and I'm, I'm actually very grateful to have friends like Alex who were able to help me yeah. out in those ends because. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and, and you know, it's it's a really you know we were laughing here and now, but. It's a really, you know, first of all, it's a stressful experience. Mm-hmm. And second of all, it, it underscores the importance of, you know, maintaining a good credit score because if you don't have a good credit score, you're not even going to be able to get a credit, a credit card in yeah. the first place. Or if you do, you know, typically borrowers with subpar, subprime credit scores, they can access secured credit cards, which yeah. are credit cards with a, with pre-deposit, a, basically a pre-deposit, exactly, that you kind of borrow against. Yeah, and the, like the terms of them of those are really they're they're not good, yeah. but be, yeah, not being able to get a credit card really handicaps you. That's right. And I've learned my lesson. I've gone and applied for a credit card, and uh, it's on the way. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It's it's funny you mention that because here we are. We're we're a finance podcast. We're yeah. a financial literacy initiative, and then you just said you don't have a credit card. That's right. Right. So. Why is it that, you know, why is it that you don't have a credit card and, and we're doing a financial literacy podcast? You know, what? <laughs> oh, what, for myself, what is like, it? for myself, mm-hmm. I didn't, not that I don't believe in credit cards. I believe in paying it immediately when you can. Um, I did have a credit card back in the past. And of course, being young, being uh, less vigilant than I am now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have a little bit of fun and I learned that my lesson that I had to close this credit card because having money ahead instead of just paying in cash was uh, a little risky for me. But as well as it also highlights the fact that I also want to highlight the fact that you don't need specifically credit card in order to build your credit. Certain things such as a line of credit, a personal loan, a uh, even even your cell phone plan or your hydro at home, these are all things that report under your credit. These are all things that actually help you build a trust with lenders mm-hmm. and uh, build a trust with these lenders in regards mm-hmm. to uh, goods and services that are prepaid. Your hydro goes throughout the whole month before they actually charge you for it. And having a good credit can actually help out. You can't have, well, I mean, in Canada you can, but you can't have a credit card without, like you can't have a cell phone without a credit card. And just like your cell phone plan, you use your cell phone the whole month prior to you paying the bill. Yeah. No, exactly. But a credit card is is the one thing that pretty much everybody has. And that can be, you know, your prime your primary driver yes, and, and method of kind of building and maintaining your credit score. And right? that's so. where I learned my lesson where mm-hmm. Although my credit is being is rebuilding or, or, or it's great or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, is if I'm unable to have a credit product that has the immediate usage, there's a lot in this life that I'm gonna miss out on, such as a rental car <laughs> <laughs> to get my butt home. <laughs> yeah, uh, and this I think segues a little nicely into some of the some of the do's and the don'ts of credit. Um, so you, you touched on a couple things that I, I, I like to talk about. So you were talking about um, essentially like knowing knowing the terms yeah. of your credit cards or credit products. Things like the interest rates, the like the payment dates, pay periods, yes. any kind of penalties, um, any kind of leeway. So knowing exactly 
what it is that that you're yes that (laughs) that you're getting yourself into yeah can save you a lot of headaches down the road (laughs) for sure for sure if it's something that let's say you can go 30 days so basically basically something that's you miss a payment you have the 30 days days, until the next payment essentially to make it otherwise that's when then we'll start reporting reporting yeah and then there are some products like um, like charge cards like amex amex cards where you, you know you have to pay the full balance off every month yeah you know knowing the differences and the distinctions reading your contracts reading your terms and conditions nobody does it everybody should <laughs> at least at the very least when it comes to finance yes financial products in you know in particular Another thing to know, I mean, it, I believe it to be common sense. And if you've been listening to the podcast up until now, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't think this will come as a surprise. Know your credit score. Yes. Okay. So how do you find out your credit score? Well, there's actually, we live in a very like advanced technology age where you could actually get it from directly from the, uh, from Equifax and, um, TransUnion directly, or you could use something like credit karma. Um, nowadays, you're, in Canada, your banks actually have access. You could actually look at your credit, your credit card, uh, I guess your TransUnion credit score through your bank. I know Scotiabank has it, uh, RBC has it. TD and BMO TD have it as well. TD and BMO have it yeah. as well. One thing to note is that, you know, and, and it states right in the app as a disclaimer, yeah. that score isn't as accurate as getting the report directly from Equifax or TransUnion. The There's advantage is it's feeling. free. Yeah. Right, and if you actually go and get the report directly from the companies, you're going to be paying yeah. a fee. It's not too big. I want to say twenty dollars. I'd yeah. have to double check because you but. you you get access to one free credit report, which is mm-hmm. uh which basically states uh who who has a say in within your credit. Mm-hmm. Um, now, to see your credit score specifically, that's where you will actually have to pay a service for specific when you're going directly with uh with Equifax mm-hmm. or TransUnion. Yeah, and this leads nicely into another do. Do read your credit bureau. Yes. Because that will detail all your accounts and it's entirely possible that you may see something on there that was either misreported, um, something that, you know, that's there in error. Yeah. Because for example, me, I had, before I was, you know, before I got my current cell phone plan, I was with another provider. Mm-hmm. And when I switched over, I closed that account. However, it turns out there was a small balance outstanding that I wasn't aware of. Sent and it to collection, didn't they? They didn't send it to collection. <laughs> no, actually, I got a, I got an email. I got I know, a communication from the company asking to close it out, which I was thankful for. Yeah. But yeah, I had that I had that mark on my credit bureau as kind of a as a, a delinquent account. Yeah. And so, you know, if I you know and I checked my credit score, you know, thankfully. That raised the red flag, and around the same time, the company reached out to me, and so I was able to settle and get everything closed out. But it just goes to show how, even if you think you did something right, human error or a, you know a mix-up in communication on the other end can have an impact. Absolutely, and that's why it's important, very important, to actually um, look into it. Look into your credit mm-hmm. at least minimum once a year. I would say more than that. Twice, I would twice. Mean, if you're in good standing, maybe once a year. If your credit score is kind of okay, if you're twice building, a year, yeah, yeah. If you're if building you're your building, credit score, once a month, once a month, because these uh, your app actually refreshes. If you're getting through your bank, they refresh every month. Mm-hmm. So once a month, check it out. See how you actually see 
what methods and strategies within your personal life is either helping or not helping your credit score. Yeah, and, and remember to be patient because yeah. it's really easy to have your credit score drop. It takes much longer to build it back up. That's it's right. like, well, it's trust. That's all it is, right? So easy to lose trust, hard to build it back up again. So you need to be patient, you need to be consistent, and you need to be dedicated. Dedicated. So now, some don'ts. Let me take over this part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all you. So the first one is, of course, don't think of it as free money. This is not free money. Uh, it's better for you to even think about it as an emergency money than as free money. Because credit, because, well, you're going to have to pay it back. Yes. And not just pay it back. There's going to be more likely interest involved in there. Mm -hmm. So you're probably going to pay, you're going to pay more than your initial takeout. Yeah. And that's the trade-off, right? You know, in exchange for, you know, letting you uh, you know, access that yeah. <laughs> service in advance, the lender is going to ask for some additional compensation on the back end. That's right. And you know how much that ends up being is entirely dependent on how how you repay it. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some people who treat credit cards as just higher limit debit cards. Yeah, and, and charge cards are kind of an example of that because I I like to use my my Amex. Yeah, I'll put purchases on it and then I pay it off in full. Cool. Yeah. Right. I get the advantage of the points and the and the rewards that come with the card, but I also don't invoke interest charges <laughs> by carrying a balance from month to month. That's right. And that that segues into our second point, which is don't make only the minimum, minimum payments. Payment. Yeah. The minimum payments are designed to benefit one person, and that's the lender. It's not you. If you only make the minimum payments. Depending on the interest rate and students, especially Americans with student loan debt, will know what I'm saying here. You can actually keep making the minimum payments, but have your outstanding balance grow. Increase. Yeah, and that's very dangerous. Yes. Because you're thinking you're making progress, but you're just taking a step back. Every one step forward, one step, step back. That's exactly that's literally it. what it is. That's exactly it. And so if you have, you know, especially a larger credit balance, like a student loan, or a car loan, run the numbers, see what your minimum payment is, see what your repayment schedule will be, how long you know it'll it'll um, take you more or less to repay it, and then break it down how much will be the principal, so like the amount of the loan and how much of that will be interest. Yeah. And there's a point where the interest rate it'll add it'll add more interest than your minimum payment will take away. Yeah. And you want to avoid getting to that point at all costs. Yes, that's technically over leveraging yourself because as opposed to taking two step forward, it's one step forward and two step back. And now there's again the another do is another don't is don't have too many credit lines or credit cards or credit lines open or balance used within this credit credit lines. Yeah. Don't max out your credit cards and your loans. And as well as if you're going to purchase something, please don't buy something you know you can't afford. Yeah. That's just going down the rabbit hole. Yes. Another thing, don't apply for too many Do lines not. of credit or credit product Do within not. a short time span because that's a negative there are, impact. Yeah. There are two, there are what call, there are what's called credit pulls, pulls. soft and hard, hard pulls. They both access your credit score and the credit information, right. but a hard pull, which is something done when you're 
if, for example, applying for a mortgage mm -hmm. or a credit card, that actually impacts your credit score and it'll knock you down a few points. Yeah. And so if you've ever if you've ever applied for a credit card or gotten a mortgage and checked in and saw that your credit score has dropped afterwards, that's why. It's nothing to be alarmed about. It's just natural, but you need to be aware of it. Now, a sock pull does may, not touch you. It, they say it doesn't. It may impact your credit score by a few points, not a lot, mm -hmm. a few. But when you think about it, if you have someone who's going, especially someone with a low credit score, they apply for one credit card, they get rejected. That credit pull is still reflected on their bureau yeah. and it's dropped their score. Yeah. And now you imagine that person, they're desperate for a credit card. They go another and they apply one. for another one and another, another one, one and another, another one. one. And it's just knocking them down each and That's every right. time. The desperation factor, your, your credit yeah. your credit bureau is going to look at your history and say, hey, this person is really yeah. trying to over leverage himself over and over and over. Yeah, again. they're desperate. Like They're desperate. They're and desperate. they've been denied by all these other people because that information appears. Yeah. You know, when I was when I was, you know, in my banking days, I would have people come in and try and open accounts. I would run their credit bureau and I would see that within the last week and a half they had went to two or three other banks and tried to get accounts and they were all summarily denied. Yeah. Right? Which which is a big red flag. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Another one. Don't make late payments. Mm -hmm. Don't miss a payment. Not. Not. Yeah. There's little, usually, little asterisk there. That's right. If you miss a payment, yeah, obviously you're gonna you want to pay that as quickly as possible, that's which right. will be a late payment. But always make your payments on time. You have usually it's around 24 days or 24 days to 30 days of uh, actual what's it called uh, grace period. Grace period. That's the word where you can make a payment within to your credit without it even affecting or even the interest being uh, exactly. kicking in. So you have around 24 day grace period or 27 day grace period where you can make the payment for whatever uh, goods or service you used mm -hmm. or the credit or amount you use on your credit card mm -hmm. without them actually charging interest. Yeah, but. Don't you know? Don't don't get sloppy. Don't rely on that. Make the payment on the day of. If you don't think you're going to be able to make the payment on the day of, well, then you shouldn't have bought whatever it was in the first place. Which goes back to what you were saying earlier about buying something, you know, that Making you can't affordable. afford. Yes. And as a rule of thumb, personally, I don't use my credit card to buy anything that I don't have the money for my bank account now. Yeah. I choose. I may choose to use a credit card because I don't want to spend all that money at once. I may want to invest it in something, or I may want to put another purchase yeah. on the card, and I don't want to have all those funds tied up. But I don't put anything on credit that I wouldn't be able to pay off right away if something went wrong and I, I needed to get rid yeah. of it. <laughs> now we got a few questions that we're going to transition into because now we've loaded you guys with information mm -hmm. in regards to credit and you're probably wondering, okay, so if I have a credit score, how do I improve it? Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of questions we, we get and pe we see people ask all the time, right? Like you just said, my credit score is bad, how can I improve it? Make your payments on time, don't max out your cards, don't carry large balances. Do not, yeah. nothing if, over, like, mm -hmm. I personally would say don't carry any balances over 30%. I would say that, but they usually say don't carry your balance over 60 to 70%. Yeah, it depends a little bit on your limit too yeah. because your utilization percentage, if you have a card that has a higher limit, but you don't usually spend, 
your utilization is going to be a lot lower and that's not that's necessarily, right. you know, a bad thing. And that actually gets reported on your credit bureau because they see, hey, look, he has a large balance, but he's only using this amount. That means he, we can trust him. He's not going to take everything mm -hmm. out as opposed to somebody who does take everything out. They're looking mm -hmm. at him and hey, look, this person is a little bit more risky because whenever credit is applied, yeah. credit is used immediately. Yeah. The higher the limit, the more, you know, the more of a red flag that is. Yeah. If you find that you're somebody who, you know, let's say maybe has a little bit of a, uh, of a problem controlling your spending, maybe, you know, you're a very impulsive spender, or compulsive spender, you can get a credit card with a very low limit. So you, you cannot yeah. spend that much. And, you know, in a, in a case like that, if you have one with a low limit, 500, thousand dollars you're not going to be worried about the utilization percentage because mm -hmm. it'll obviously be a lot more than someone with the five thousand yes. <laughs> yeah yeah but that's a good way to you know kind of help manage your spending and keep it keep it manageable small payments but mm -hmm. yeah pay it off pay mm -hmm. it off on time early if you yes. can even better and tying into the you know to the other factors that uh, other credit score factors we mentioned um, don't open no don't have too many product products what what's yeah. called revolving accounts don't go applying industry. if you're building your credit don't go applying for credit it, like yes. as we mentioned applying for credit does reduce your score mm -hmm. and especially if you are rejected then it, it leaves a bigger impact yes. on your credit score so yeah. if you do have that do not go apply if you are building your credit back up do not go apply for them wait wait until you, yes. you are self-sustainable where you may not feel like you're in as much mm -hmm. debt mm -hmm. Now, another one too is if you want to build your credit, it's speak to a professional. Speak yes. to a credit professional. Yes. There are a lot of people out there that actually are there to help you build your credit without, without actually going through bankruptcy or anything like that. They're actually there to look yeah. at your finances and help you determine what may be best. Mm -hmm. Debt consolidation Debt consol is an yeah. option that's used by many people. That Way you know, out your really options, help. yes. Yes. Way out your speak. options. Yeah. Um, but in a worst case, bankruptcy may be the best way out. It's it's never a first choice. Never. And you know neither you or I are bankruptcy professionals. Long-term impacts because it's it stays on your credit bureau for seven years. It destroys your credit score. Mm -hmm. You go to nothing. Nothing. Basically nothing. And you have to start from nothing, and it can be incredibly difficult. Yeah. You know it. It's something that's that would really only be used as a very last resort where nothing you can do in your current situation will help you climb out of debt. Yeah. So it's not an option to be taken lightly and that's why it's all the more important to speak to a credit professional if you're in financial distress. That's right. Now, <laughs> as important as credit sound, is it, is, it, is it possible at this point to go through life without using credit? Possible, but very, very difficult, at least in our society as yes. we know it today. Because if you went through life without using credit, it means that you have to pay cash for pretty much everything. Now you can imagine, you know, even buy, like buying, let's say, a new laptop or phone with cash, you know, can be pretty difficult for a lot of people. Now try and think of buying a new car in cash, buying a house in cash paying your tuition in cash and you quickly see why credit has become so popular and why when used responsibly it can really help somebody out because it's used to access a good service that you cannot otherwise afford at the moment but by agreeing and entering into a contract to repay over time suddenly 
said good or service becomes much more affordable. affordable. Yeah, affordable. Absolutely. Dave Ramsey, you know, a very prominent finance, <laughs> uh, personal finance guru, YouTuber, yeah. podcaster, is famously or infamously, depending on your perspective, a big proponent of avoiding credit at all costs, which can can be a, a wise course of action if mm -hmm. you are someone who is like recovering from a bankruptcy or large debts. And you're trying to make sure that you know you stay the course yeah <laughs> but credit really is a necessity in today's world and even having a small small amount can help you a lot if you have no or bad right. credit the, the the importance is we live in a society that has immediate needs mm -hmm. even though um, they have a, even though they have a very very long-term effect right you need a, if you need a house mm -hmm. you need shelter immediately yeah but in order to actually be able to afford a home it's going to take you years that's why credit comes in immediately yeah. gives you the ability to safely and securely have ownership of property assets mm -hmm. absolutely so i think the moral of the story is is credit bad no, no. not if used responsibly that's right right as with everything it you know it in itself is neither good nor bad. It's how it's used and how it's viewed yeah. that you no know, that lends it that <laughs> that, that perspective. Yes, yeah, exactly. exactly. And, and of course, if I have bad credit, I'm going to be mad about my credit. <laughs> absolutely. And if I have do and I do, if I do have more or better credit, I'll be more humble about my credit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so. Do you it's have anything else? Ironic how it's a direct reflection as to how you use how you use yeah. your finances, how you go about mm -hmm. using your finances is directly related to your credit. Absolutely, right? that's it's why the circle of life. Yeah, <laughs> it's like as important as liquid cash is mm -hmm. in our society, credit has probably surpassed that. Credit is king. Credit. All hail Visa. All, All hail, hail Mastercard. Amex. <laughs> That's how we end our prayers. Amex. Amex. <laughs> That's it for but us that's today. It for us. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you learned. Uh, please let us know on social media if there's anything else that you want us to talk about, any questions you have, any topics. Make sure to give this video a like, subscribe to our channel, follow us on our socials, and we will see you in the next one. Yes, next time I'll have a credit card. <laughs> there we go. That's Amex. it for us. Amex. <laughs>